0: Hello my fellow weebs, it's Ariane here again with another episode of The Training Arc podcast, the show where I talk about everything and anything related to anime and whatever else fits. Now before I get into the real body of today's episode, uh, I've got a quick little announcement, um, and it's something I've talked about in the last couple of weeks and last couple of episodes and why i've taken a couple of weeks off but i finally finished my first semester at uni for my master's degree which i am so so excited about because uh, i can finally sleep um but more than that it's i know just to get a little sentimental for a moment um it's always been a dream of mine since i was a little nerd girl that i would actually do my master's degree Um, and it's very gratifying and very fulfilling to already be at this point. Um, I've still got a long way to go in the program, but I'm so excited. Uh, but with that being said, now that the semester is over, I have my summer break. So that's gonna be quite a long summer break for me. I wasn't expecting it at all, but, you know, I'll take the time. Um, and with that time, I'll finally have more time more brain energy um most importantly to actually work on this podcast and even though i did say to myself and uh very briefly and i lost in a previous episode that i was only intending to make 10 episodes at least for the first run um take a break think about how i did and have some self-reflection and then get back into it um but i've already got something planned um to do after what will be last next week's last episode, um, and I'm really excited for that, so I'll talk more about it uh, when it's going closer towards its birth, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just really excited and yeah, okay. So for today's episode, or for this week's episode, I want to talk about something that I don't think I see a lot of people actually dissect. Um, I don't see a lot of people talk about uh, critically as much as I'd like to because for me I'm someone who likes to (laughs) analyze things and critically think about um, things and concepts and just you know wonder about the world just ask questions Um, and I think it's something that is so prominent and prevalent in the anime community and otaku culture in general and even like even if you're not so a part of the anime community or the otaku community, I feel like as an individual who likes and enjoys anime, you have experienced this phenomenon, I want to say, or you have um, encountered this in your anime-watching experience if you um, love it enough to. Um, And that is the husbando slash and or slash waifu. And if you're not familiar with the term "husbando" or "waifu," then uh, it is just um, it's just the the term that anime fans like to use um, for certain characters that they watch and they feel an an, an emotional attachment to um, to the point that you know uh, an attachment that is strong enough for like a spouse. the very least but i want to get more into um what that all means in retrospect um so yes um i'm gonna be switching back and forth between terms um i'm gonna be saying best boy a lot in replacement of husband, and i'm gonna be saying best girl a lot um, interchangeable with waifu and i know that they're not explicitly the same don't have the, they don't explicitly have the same meaning but to me i use them interchangeably because that's how i view these characters they are either or husband or waifu or best boy best girl so i just want to get that out of the way a little footnote if you will and before i get into the analysis of what a husbando and a waifu is i just want to lay my cards out on the table and talk about my own husbando and waifu because you know i've got a few i mean i've got one you should only have one husband and one wife unless you know whatever polygamy whatever monogamy whatever so i'll start with my waifu first because i love my husband uh second and god i'm ready just saying this out loud just makes me realize how Insane, I. It, insane, I. Potentially sound, but whatever, you know. This is what I like. Um. So my waifu, it's been such a weird and strange thing because I generally don't have a waifu. I, and as I look at my figure collection to my right, I see that most of my figures are male characters. I've only got a couple. female characters but the ratio between male and female characters on my shelves um is probably like a five to one ratio i would say um needless to say i love male characters and i'm drawn to male characters a lot more than female characters in anime i think i know why i don't know why but this is how i've always been so when I think of a waifu, it, it, it's something I actually don't think about and I think it's more, and because of that, it's more impactful when I do encounter a female character who I'm so drawn to and I just fall in love with that, you know, she's my waifu. And that doesn't mean that I haven't fangirled or had girl crushes on female characters before. I mean, off the top of my head, like Mikasa, Annie, pretty much every girl on Attack on Titan, all the girls from K-On! I've all, I've all loved them, and but I've loved them more as, like, as girl crushes, I guess, but more like, you know, I want to be friends with them, I wish I could go to high school with them, etc. But when I think of a waifu, the one and only that sticks out the most to me is Gahara from the Monogatari series. And I don't know, it's so kind of difficult to put into words my love for Senjougahara and I guess my love for tsundere characters in general because I am, I love tsundere characters. Male, female, I love. If there's tsundere, thank you. Thank you for giving me this. But What sets Senju Gahara apart from all the other Tsundere uh, characters that I've watched in the past, is that the dialogue between her, not just her and Araragi, but her and um, Hanekawa, or her and Kaiki in the Monogatari series if you haven't seen it, um, I highly recommend you do. This was probably like the first thing I mentioned in the first episode, but whatever. just her interactions with other characters and her inner thoughts are so well written. Um, and I credit that to Nishio Ishin, who is the writer for the Monogatari series. Just the way she's written is so real to me. And I, I, I guess I do sound like anime girls are real. They are. But the way that she's written is so realistic i mean i don't want to say realistic because you know it's weird (laughs) but it's just so it touches my heart in such a way that other characters don't she's she's rude um she's quick-witted she's smart she's intelligent she's protective she's but she's caring and she's just so um mature for her character's age and i really just appreciate that and if if there was ever a technology that would make my soul into an anime i would choose to be in the monogatari series just so i can speak to Senjougahara, and and that would be so great that would be the perfect world i am i love a good roasting you know I constantly roast my friends we all roast each other Uh, we all roast each other we all troll each other and i love that that is such a big part of Gahara's personality and it's her quirk it's her it's her little you know it's her it's her charm so that's my waifu Gahara. and i guess why the topic of husbandos and waifus um, is the topic for this week's episode is because I recently watched for the first time Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Um, I heard a lot of good things about it, but I didn't know what it was about. I thought it was about an alien. <laughs> I don't know why, but um, I, I I just had no idea. But I watched it uh, because I was just in the mood for watching something short and um, romance and kind of slice of lifey. But I had no idea what it was about. And I instantly fell in love with my... with my Sakuhajima, with Senpai. Oh, she was just such a great... she's such a great character. She's got such amazing dialogue and... and she just reminded me of Senjokata. And after I finished watching Bunny Girl Senpai, and I looked at all the commentary for it on Twitter and Instagram, I saw that it got a lot, Got some. it got some like hate or not hate, but like the trolling because a lot of people were saying it's like the cheap or the budget version of the Monogatari series. And I think that's why I loved the series so much. By the way, I love the Bunny Girl Senpai. Honestly, one of my favorites um, in the romance uh, genre, in the romance high school genre, um, because it had so much uh, influence and so much Similarities to the Monogatari series. I'm not someone who will, like, oh, it's too similar. No, I mean, I I love anything that's like what I like. Um, so I loved it. And she and my senpai, uh, she just reminded me so much of Senjogahara. They're both Sunderes, they're both like, uh, you know, they're they got they love to just berate verbally berate their romantic partner and i love that i love that um i love watching that and i love that happening um and so it just made me realize it made me consider almost like is my senpai like my new waifu i was very conflicted because i really like had to choose i really had to assess myself and like do i like her more do i And so that's why i'm talking about this now because i was so fascinated with how much time i actually spent thinking about it so that's for waifus i'm sorry by the way if i'm speaking too fast i'm trying not to but it is currently 2am um and i'm very overdue for recording and editing and publishing this um and i'm trying not to speak loudly and because my family is asleep right now and when i try to speak softly i tend to speak fast as well um but i'm trying to be self-aware and not do that uh okay so now i could go on for a whole 10 episodes on why my husband is my husband or why he is my best boy uh but i'm gonna try to do it in five minutes um but in the same way that Senjougahara is my waifu, my best girl, uh, Araragi Koyomi from the Monogatari series, no surprises at all, is my best boy. He's my husband and I have loved him for the first, since the first time I ever watched Bakemonogatari in 2013, I think. And first of all, I love his character design. I love that he's like a little depressed emo kid because same. Um, and he's just so cute, and I love the voice actor Kami Hiroshi. He plays him so well. Um, I, I love his interactions with his sisters, with all the girls in the show, and he really has stood out for me ever since 2013 as like the best harem, best best harem uh, protagonist, best harem guy. Because he really stands out from every other harem that exists. Fight me on that. I, I swear. So I have I have loved Araragi ever since. I have figures of him every time I- when I lived in Japan, anytime I saw his face on a mug, on a magnet, on a keychain, on a bookmark, on a sticker, I bought it. That's that's simping. That's simping what I want. That's loyalty, that's dedication. That is true love to me. I just wanted to have Araragi. I just wanted to have have him, be with him. I just wanted to be with him. And in whatever capacity that was, whether it was a magnet or it was like a, a wallpaper on my phone or a piece of art that I commissioned an artist to draw for me. And now I have it on my wall. It's like my favorite piece of art. I just wanted, I just want to be with Araragi. And the reason why I love him <laughs> it's so weird to talk about this out loud um but fascinating as well um every quality he has aside from maybe the the lolicon and the the things with his sister the famous famous toothbrush scene but even that i have i enjoyed so much everything about him just i was so uh, captivated by and so attracted to and I could, I could see it as, as if I was either there or he was here. And if he, if I found a human that possessed the qualities of Aradagi even in the slightest, the you know, I'm like, yeah, it's a very likely chance that I would get along with that 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 human so well. And I think, I think I find some of those qualities in Araragi in actual people that either my friends or people I work with or I meet or people I you know I may have I would want to have a romantic whatever with but what makes Araragi my husbando or what makes him my best boy is that okay I have a lot of best boys to be honest and I don't mean that in uh Pasubando, I mean in the actual meaning of best boy, like my favorite boys in anime, Levi, Kageyama, uh, Giorno, uh, Ichimatsu, who else? Who else do we have here? I'm just peering through my uh, figurines like Kirito, Tomioka, um, Kaoru, literally Rin from Free, Psyche. They're all my favorites. They're all my best boys. And I love all of them. Like, like I have my own harem, my own reverse harem. But even though they are some of the best of the best boys in anime for me, they still do not compare for my love, of my love for Araragi. And I will say, like, oh, I love Jorno so much. He's like the best, blah, 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 blah. But there's no comparison between him and Araragi. It's just this like undying, unconditional, undefeated love you have for an anime character. And that sounds so ridiculous to say out loud, but it is true. What, what difference is it for like K-pop and how, I mean, I've had a, a a many year phase of loving K-pop and standing K-pop, um, in the past. And I've had a bias in K-pop, I've had a few biases in K-pop, and I compare them and I find that they are very similar in what the meaning for husband or waifu is. So what does it really mean when you give someone unattainable a status of like, you want them to be your spouse? and? it's just so fascinating because i don't really mean it literally like i want to marry araragi or i want to marry senjo kahara or i want to marry kai from XO or lucas from super m that's not what i mean i don't mean that i mean but if that opportunity ever did come i would probably absolutely do it but what does that mean psychologically philosophically anthropologically sociology, sociologically, sociologically What does that mean in my head when I give this thing, this character? Essentially, yes, they are a character. This status, this label of husband or wife, that's so... It just blows my mind that love and affection can translate to something fictional or to something that is on the other side of a glass wall that we'll never never really be able to obtain, unless you're insanely lucky and get to date someone in K-pop. I think of... when I think of this, and I think how I don't have... why this doesn't translate to other types of media, like movies or tv shows or books i mean i guess maybe it does i do have a favorite character in a book i do have like my favorite movie or my favorite character in a movie but i don't invest that much time and even money to those than i do to my anime why what makes that difference is it is it because there is the availability of that investment and I refer to investment, not just financially, or not just money-wise, but emotional investment, or time investment. Is it... I, I can't... I, I'm just so fascinated. And when I see people on Instagram and they talk about their biases, or their their husbands or their wife's it's so... It, I love it. I love to see people's... I love to see people's expression of love for anime characters because that's you know amazing but then I think of like in and I think of this because I am I guess an anthropologist in some respect or some kind of um cultural studies person because that's my degree um but when I think of it in like a Japanese context and how it Japanese people are generally uh taught to not be so expressive of their love for their real life romantic partners Um, and that there is a shame there is a a certain level of shame towards that verbal and direct expression of love that people in the west and i hate saying the west but people in the west more commonly do i hate uh, there's this kind of shame to actually do that in a Japanese context because they are indirect cultures, they are nonverbal, they have nonverbal cues, nonverbal forms of communication rather than verbal forms of communication. I literally did my last assignment on this. But when I see Japanese social media and Japanese anime fans and how strong the otaku culture is and how strong people's investments in their waifus and their husbanders, it's... Like, what is that barrier between an anime person and a real-life person? Is it because anime people, animes are just, um, they're manufactured and created to be a perfect being, or a perfect being to the people who will consume it, as opposed to real-life, where real-life people have flaws and, you know, make mistakes and stuff like that? Is it that... I don't know I'm just I'm just asking questions here guys this is what this podcast is about I'm just asking the questions of what I'm fascinated about I remember when I used to live in Japan um and I would go to uh uh, exo concerts a lot I went to like two every year that I lived in Japan um and I don't I, I it is fan culture to you know buy merchandise with your favorite member's products but like I would see people invest so much time and money and their resources and their life pretty much to this K pop member. And it was so just fascinating to me because is it because I'm a lazy shit? Or like, I don't know, maybe I don't have that much love. Maybe my love is not as strong as theirs, but I just could never see myself doing that. I tried to, <clears throat> but it, it, doesn't- it's not as strong. I mean, it was never as big as um, what those Japanese fans or those Korean fans were doing and I, I still keep in touch with some of them and they're still going strong, still supporting, still standing, still spending their time and money on their bias. So I guess, yeah, that love- that type of love is so much- is just as real as it is for a person, as an actual person, that you will actually spend your mon- time and money with. And that's just so fascinating to me, guys. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing, the human mind, the human heart, the human brain? Love, is love a concept? Is love something that is taught to us, or is love something innate? Those are the questions I want to ask. And so, I think ever since I called Araragi my husband and my best boy, seven years ago almost eight years ago i think ever since i would watching ever since then and i would watch a new anime i would think like oh who is gonna be my best boy in this series or who's gonna be my best girl in this series who's gonna be my waifu and i would like subconsciously think about that but i would never encounter a character that i would love as much as i love araragi and that is so wild to me. I think if someone asked me if I could date my my childhood or my high school crush or Araragi, if I had to choose between one of them, and mind you, the two of them, they're pretty similar, I would still choose Araragi just because- and yeah, I guess it is just because Araragi is a manufactured character. He is someone Made who is who is made uh, and is perfect to me. That's weird, but fascinating. And what's also fascinating is the way that anime is marketed, because they're marketed to literally be your wife. They're literally mostly wives, wives, um, but they're literally marketed to be your spouse. And I realized this, and I thought of this because I think Toradora the The manga artist or the writer um, released a 10 year anniversary for the series with a new drawing of Taiga, the uh, heroine from Toradora. Um, I think she's dressed in a wedding dress. I think it's Toradora. I'm remembering it just off the top of my head. But yeah, she's dressed in she's dressed in a wedding dress. And when I was when I finished watching Bunny Girl Senpai, and like how it is with after I watch any other anime that I really like, I instantly want to um, buy merchandise of them. Not because they're my waifu or my husband or whatever, but because I genuinely enjoyed it, and I would love to add something from that series to my collection. So after watching Bunny Girl Senpai, I immediately went on to Mandarake and Yahoo Auctions and just tried to see what was out there in terms of merchandise. And what I saw was that it was my senpai, my Sakurajima senpai uh, figurine where she's wearing a wedding dress. And I saw that that was a very common theme for all the other girls in that show um, where you can literally buy them in a 3D figure of them in a wedding dress. And I, I, uh, <laughs> I was just like, huh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they want me to marry this girl. And so I thought more and more about it, and I just started thinking, like, yeah, there's a lot of anime girls and some anime boys that are designed, they are uh, after the fact designed to be in a, a suit, like a wedding suit or a wedding dress, and that's literally feeding into the husbando and waifu market, or that appeal, because... If I look on my wall, there is a little, there's a square piece of cardboard. Uh, for the uh, the 10th anniversary of the Monogatari series, Shaft designed all the characters in formal wear, not wedding wear explicitly, um, because the girls, they're just in like pretty dresses and stuff like that, but obviously I bought the one of Araragi, and he is wearing... A black suit a black formal suit and he's holding a rose and he looks so handsome and I remember very vividly when I saw that on Mandarake and when I add, when I clicked add to cart I thought yeah he looks like he could be my husband I mean he looks like we could get married he looks like he's at our wedding and I instinctively thought that because he's my husband and it's just it's uh, is it like programming from just anime in general, like I'm programmed to think this way, maybe, but it's just so fascinating to me. And that's why I'm talking about it now. (laughs) I don't know. I hope if you've listened, if you're listening up to now, maybe think to yourself, who is your husband or who is your wife or or just who is your favorite character in all the anime you've watched and why are they why are they your favorite character? Because for mine, mine it's Aranagi and he's my favorite character for Reasons X, Y, and Z, which I have said before, but he's my favorite character, and I want to marry him. <laughs> I want to, yeah, it's weird. And that's it for today's episode. I'm gonna go to bed or play some more Animal Crossing uh, and make a second account and design it as araragi most likely. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always. Even though I didn't mention a lot, the animes that I did mention are gonna be listed down below for their My Anime List URLs if you ever wanna check them out. I highly recommend you check out uh, the Monogatari series. I will repeat that until the day I die. Um, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or SoundCloud or any of those, then thank you so much. Um, let me know who your favorite character is, who your husband or who your wife who is, and why they are your favorite character. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Gojo Satoru from Jujutsu Kaisen. He is so close to being my new husband. It's very close. It's like 99% there. We'll see. Bye!